Hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mundelein Minute. This is season three. I'm just going to look down eight. here because Isabella's just staring at me. Isabella got moved off the couch and now she's plotting our deaths. Come here. You can come back. You can sit up here, girl. It's okay. 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 Anyways, we're she's here today us. in a nice soft voice to talk about last night's village board meeting. Uh, before we do. You tired? Yeah. Okay, good. A little bit. Okay. Uh, before we get into it, my name is Eric Schwenk. I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein. I'm Kara Lambert. I'm also a trustee in the village of Mundelein. Yep. And this is my house, cameras, microphones, no taxpayer dollars in the creation and distribution of this podcast. And there's also a kid upstairs playing ukulele, an annoying bird that's squawking, and people above us in the kitchen. So if there's background noise, hey, it's life, right? It's our house. It's your house. It's, it's not our house. house. It's not our house. It's your house. <laughs> you don't live here. All right. So we kicked it off right on time last night at 7 o'clock. All the trustees were present. The uh, Pledge of Allegiance, the approval of minutes, public commentary. I did not grab my notes. They are right over there. I'm going to say. I think there was 12. 12 was my number. Yeah. I was going to say 12 to 16. There was 12. 12 people that spoke. 11 of them were regarding the Route 53. Yes. And the land usage there. And then one was about a variance for offense. Yes. Yeah. Were you talking talk about, are you going to go into public commentary? What are you going to say? Well, there, I mean, there's really not much to say other than that the 11 people that spoke um, regarding the Route 53 land use. What are we calling that? Land use. Well, I feel like we should back up. So up on up for up for vote, up for discussion, discussion last night vote. and a vote was um, whether or not the Route 53 right away should be transferred we should support a transfer of that land from IDOT to IDNR, the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. There was Correct. no discussion on, like, what we were not supporting a use for it. It was just, well, sort of, you were. But we were supporting the transfer of land. And that was all that was on there. Yeah. And that came from a task force um, with no governing power so it wasn't we didn't have to do it right we there was no we had no authority like us doing it or not doing it made no difference correct so are we we just want i don't know just go talk ahead. about this Whatever. now or we you want to go through this I, I just want to know why i just wanted people to know why why there was public commentary last night we can talk about it later but sure so okay. there was a a large group of conservation groups in uh, yeah, from the Chicagoland area, from, from Lake County. Lands, McHenry, yeah, the Cook city, County. I mean, all sorts of places that spoke about conservation and why it's important. However, that was not even what we were voting on. Correct. So, And there there were residents there, too. And some of those residents are involved. I think two residents, yeah. Well, some, some are residents that are involved in these conservation right. groups. So, so there's a little bit of overlap there, too. Yeah. All right. So we'll get back to that. Um, we did a presentation um under presentations and awards uh introducing our new canine ranger and that little boy tyler and ranger the tyler and ranger show they need a movie yes they do it is adorable um to watch watch um oh God, so officer freeze yeah uh, his his little boy interact with this this dog it is just the most adorable thing ever and um, and um Deputy Chief Seeley talked about how the fact of when you get a dog and you become a canine handler, 
that dog like lives with you. Yeah, it's right. a part of your family. Right. And so like he thanked the family for accepting this dog. And I kind of wanted to be like, uh, do you see this kid with his dog? I don't think the guy had a choice on whether they were getting a dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just whether the dog goes to work with them or not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was, it was, uh, you know, and then of course Ranger's what, two, two and a half. So he's still, what a baby. He's still got some puppy in and him. And he was like whining and you could tell like he wanted to go and like, he, he just wanted to play. Yeah. 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 And, and then when everybody clapped, he was like, huh, what, what are you, what's going on? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty it was awesome. Pretty funny. Um, and we had two other presentations and awards. We moved those later in the evening. One was regarding the Tighthead Mundelein Grand Prix, which was the bike race yeah. and some challenges around that yeah. uh, for the next year. And then Cortland Park presentation. Um, so we'll get into that. There were no hearings under public hearings. And um, under the mayor's report, we appointed Ed Kaler. Yeah. Yeah. We got corrected on his last name last night uh, to the Mundelein Arts Commission and <coughs> Mark Klamet to the Economic Development Commission. Um, and then we did some some work on liquor licenses. So one of the liquor stores changed owners. So we had to Change amend that liquor that liquor license, license yeah. for a class B. There she Hello, is. Hello, Isabella. And then um, we amended a class G for um, smoke and barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down. Thank you. Um, under tonality, since I think they should have their own subsection now for the packet. Those poor guys. I know. They keep coming back in front of us, and uh, they, sh they should just have their own heading here in the agenda. Seriously. But this was a, a simple one, um, a portion of the purchase agreement for one of the village-owned properties that they're buying is now being um, moved. Instead of tonality buying it, a separate LLC is buying right. it. Um, and we talked about that at the, the, the last, last meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So nothing changed there except for just assigning that contract over to them. And okay. I don't know about you, but um, my mom asked me every day if the old car wash is ripped down yet. Not yet. Every day. Every is that day. car wash gone yet? I'm like, I, I, I don't drive by there. I don't know, Mom. It's out of our hands. It's <laughs> awesome. So we're rooting for you, Tonality. Me, especially personally, I am. Right. Get it done. <laughs> um, all right. So the next one was the Route 53 Alternative Land Use Task Force. So that's its full name. And a bit of background here. So in 2019, um, a group of communities signed on to a letter to urge the state to do something with this land. But um, And that the communities wanted to participate in it. They wanted a seat at the table. Yep. And th the letter says that there should be a study conducted. It did mention um, Greenway. It, it mentioned some, some, um, yeah. some other items. And uh, a... House resolution was born out of that, that it created a task force that appointed um, stakeholders, if you will, whether the state representatives or Senate. Um, it was state rep. It was Dan Didich. Basically, Warner if Route Bush, 53 yeah. went through your your area, area then, who, then, yeah, you would be at the table. And um, yep. then the mayors from those towns. The mayors from those towns. And, and then quite a few conservation groups. Conservation groups. And the mayor even pointed out last night that there was more conservation groups at the table than there are municipalities. Yeah. Um, and no other alternative viewpoint at all. Correct. So. so the, I wish I had the packet in front of me. There was several things laid out by the state that the task force was to complete. One of them was a short and long-term economic development study. Um, one of them was to provide alternative uses, plural, for this land. And the other was um, regarding flood mitigation. 
and and how this this land could be used for that and what what draft resolution that has been provided to us for the task force to consider basically says that it is going to stay a greenway and become a state park and should be transferred to um, IDNR to to be become a state park and to figure out the financing part of it later. Oh, that was one of the other items that, that the state... Yeah, they wanted financing. Financing. Yeah, what, what was going to pay how, for how, how? How this was going to be done. Yeah. So to me, this was very backwards, very cart before the horse yeah. of not completing the, the assigned tasks, not understanding the assignment. But just giving the end use. Giving the end use, not figuring out who or how it was going to be paid for, and just we're doing this. And I sat down with, with one of the conser the conservation groups. Um, we all, I think most of us, I know that you and I both Several trustees did, yeah. did. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know several of us did. And, and I heard their, their side of things. I asked questions. Um, I asked about funding and um, alternative uses. And the, the roadblock came to be that it was going to take a vote of the state. And that's fine, in my opinion. I would rather it take the time necessary to go through that process. Um, excuse me, then to, then to rush something, transfer this land and, and have it be locked forever in IDNR's hands. Right. E e even, uh, you know, I said this last night, I said, if in three years from now, after all the metrics are met of like, they have funding in place mm -hmm. or they have a plan in place and IDNR does become the best place for it, then that's fine to support that. And I have no, and I, I don't think you do it. In, in theory, having a greenway space sounds amazing. Absolutely. Like, sounds great. However, you get into these details of, like, oh, money. Yeah. Or even, like, a plan, a comprehensive plan that shows what it's going to be. Or parking or how you're going to, you know, Trusty Ross last night really just crushed. She nailed it. She nailed it. How are you going to support the surrounding infrastructure of the community? Because you're going to have tourism all of a sudden in your community. Well, what's going to help with the roads? Where are those people going to park? Yep. You know, all of these issues that come up and then there was no plan for, for last night so um ultimately again like this just felt like it was very premature and, and and i don't quite frankly see the point of why it came to us we have no legislative say over the matter it's neither, not our land neither does the task force right they, it's not our land the resolution only strongly recommends that idot do this and strongly recommends that idnr create a secondary task force after this right there's and, and, no and, authority here besides that of the state right. and i even likened it to the the years past of the um unfunded mandates that we would get municipalities would get from from the state legislators and this is the reverse of that where we're giving the unfunded mandate right. to the state that hey you have to take this land and do what we tell you to do with it and then figure out funding later by the way you have to fund it state yeah. so yeah you know I, again cart before the horse not a fully baked idea no so it, it ultimately got uh the resolution we are not in support of the task force recommendations as municipality as it stands today as it stands today this can change you know if they all of a sudden were like oh we forgot this part of our presentation here you go you know that creates a whole different situation um and then we we as Mundelein supported a resolution of our own that it should be studied from an economic development standpoint as well not just a Correct. conservation standpoint and we we have asked for the economic data all of us individually and collectively from from the village from the village yeah so the the conservation groups have thrown out a lot of numbers to us um over the past couple of months that we've been discussing this well what's my favorite saying 
uh, citation desperately needed. Citation desperately needed. There was for no sure. source for any of it, and no, not only a source, but the document itself to to back <laughs> up that source. Yeah. You know, and and we just want to be able to see the data before we make a decision like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've harped on it. Though. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah. Um, so under trustee reports, the community and economic development. I guess I should say we paused here to go to our um, awards and our presentations. Oh, yeah, because we kind of reconfigured the Yeah, agenda. we, we kind of changed some things around on the agenda. So the Mundelein Grand Prix, um, Taylor, who um, Weg was in. Did I get it right? It's Wagrin, isn't it? Wagrin? I don't know. I Taylor, don't I don't know how to say your last us. name. Yeah. Nobody does. Um, it's got a lot of vowels and consonants. It does. In no particular order. And, and Taylor, I told him last night after the meeting that he's like the best the best cheerleader and the best ringleader for this. Yeah. Um, and, and he does an outstanding job every year now for the last two years. And this was going to be our third year. Um, but he brought us some challenges. So there is some ongoing construction in the downtown area um, that will carry over through next year. Um, and we have to take that in consideration when planning a bike race <laughs> right. on those streets. Right. So some, some uh, changes had to be made. And it's going to affect the closure of some streets for that day. And not only the closure of the streets, but the access to properties. Right. And that was something that we had to take a look at. I appreciate that Taylor was cognizant of the fact of which routes affected how many properties. So. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they looked at several different alternative routes. And. St. Mary of the Lake would have been cool, but not big enough. Yeah. I guess the roadway wasn't wide enough yeah. and there wasn't a straightaway, which is a requirement for the race. But it would have been beautiful. It would have been really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, so ultimately, the the board decided to move forward. There's going to be some um, some changes to the course. It's still going to be similar around Village Plaza, yeah. around that area. There it just sounds be, like the starting line is kind of like shifting. The starting line is shifting. It's basically moving south one block. Yeah. And um, there's just going to be some, some impacts there. But the village is going to start reaching out now that we've given the green light. Yeah to start uh, mitigating some of that and, and hopefully finding some, some solutions. And this will then, and now we'll go to the intelligentsia cup for approval. So. Right. Correct. So, uh, so we voted on that. Um, but the last one was the park. park. So Cortland park is, it's going to be called Cortland commons, now. Cortland commons. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Cortland commons is the <laughs> South. Let's see the Southeast. You're directionally challenged. It's behind Santa Maria. Behind Santa Maria. Right. Where that parking lot is, that belongs to Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Behind that uh, is that vast open space yes. where the um, retention area is for the Big Dig project. And part of that land will now become, um, I want to call it Norton Commons after these conversations, but no, Portland Commons. Portland Commons. And will become this uh this beautiful park that has a nod to the music factory that once stood where the uh, yeah and it will retention. allow kind of like a venue for food trucks and concerts and more of like a death like a place for those right now because yeah, like right you know we have concerts in the park and it's kind of just like thrown in cracklara park and they perform on the gazebo and like it's okay and it's good and but now this is kind of creates a pad like a concrete pad for bands yeah. to come in and out of probably makes bands life easier i don't know anything about music but i assume having concrete you can drive on is easier than walking your stuff oh over. absolutely yeah. um and and also creates kind of like an urban 
feel around that mm-hmm. detention pond or retention pond. I don't know the difference. That place that holds the water? Yep, the place where the big dig water goes. Um, walking trails, benches, things like that. Um, also, there'll be, you know, some, some new, there'll be more that will be added to this project as well. So I think it it has the intention of what we were created for. We had to, per your conversation last night, we had to scale down our plans because of cost. Yeah, what, what was the value? <laughs> what did you say? Value added. No, it wasn't what value, value added. It was uh, value engineered. Venge- value engineered, yeah. Value yeah, yeah. engineered. Yeah. Um, that is uh, municipal speak for taking things out of the proposal. <laughs> <laughs> and so we value engineered yeah. out the butterfly farm or butterfly yeah. garden. Um, but as Kara can attest, I redid the entire front yard of my house and built a ginormous retaining wall and backfilled it with dirt and still did not disrupt the uh, three milkweeds. Yeah, so so, so it's possible. It's and we'll, I'll, something uh, up there. We're going to plant some more. We save those pods. To plant and the beautification committee has its eyes on that park to do some things in it, just <laughs> so you know. Just so you know. Good. Top secret news there. Top secret, so. yeah. Um, so I guess we'll get to that motion. Um, we did approve the $9,000 to keep the cycling race going next year. Um, so that's our, our first portion of that to, yeah. to lock that in. And we are on day three. It's July 24th. It's a Monday. Yeah. It's a Monday. Yeah. It's a board meeting night. I was like, oh man. Again? Yeah. Stand around there and watch. Uh, yeah. I just hate that we missed the community ride. I know. That's my thing. Well, call for a recess if you're on the board. <gasps> Wink. Call for a recess? Yeah. Oh my God, that would be so funny. That would be funny. Gunther would kill me. He he would. <laughs> All right. So next up was a, a fence variation for a six foot fence in a corner side yard at this a property in Lock Lomond. Guy. This poor guy sat there. This was roughly. Uh, we we this finished the last part of the meeting. Yeah, it was probably like nine forty five or ten almost. This poor guy. And uh, he sat there and, as he even said, learned a lot about municipal government last night. <laughs> poor guy. But uh, he. He got his variance. He got his variance. So he wanted a six-foot fence uh, 15 feet away versus 20 feet away from the property line. Well, right? no, he wants it on the property line. And the okay. code allowed for it to be 15 feet back, not within that 15 oh, feet fair. S- okay, setback yeah. because it's it's on a corner. Yeah. And um, in the past, we've given variances based on, on certain conditions. And, and last night, we... Yes. He got his fence. He got his fence. Poor guy. Um, big program. We gave 2500 for signs to Creations in Style at 623 North Lake Street. And then, make sure I'm on the right page here, was the wireless telecommunications tower that was discussed last, last, time, last yeah. uh, board meeting. Yep. That got approved by ordinance. And then the Cortland Park construction. So this, go ahead. Do you ahead. want to touch on your question from last night? How do we pay for it? Uh, with a grant. Oh! Yes. So this is a grant that's been discussed a long time coming. And we have been given the the thumbs up that we are being awarded that grant. And now it's down to paperwork and transferring money. And we were told last night 90 to 120 days to funding it. And that grant will pay for the uh, 1.2, 1.3 million dollars of this this park's cost. Yeah. Uh, And that was it for that. And uh, nothing under... Um, public works under finance committee there was a rather large payment of bills uh two million six hundred and four thousand eleven dollars and eighty i'm sorry and eight cents and why i mentioned last night money that a lot of this is debt service so a very large portion of it is is paying bond debt we have outstanding municipal bonds 
um, at much better rates than what we get today, by the way. Yeah. But those um, those bonds have payments, and and it makes for larger bill payments. Public safety. Uh, there was no motions, but we did have two some updates from police and fire. Both of the deputy chiefs were there last night, so it was DC night. I know. Um, from police. What's it called now? Heroes and Helpers. Thank you. I was going to say shop with a cop. That's not what it, it is, is anymore. Heroes and Helpers is December 10th. The Target, we're helping 31 families. Yeah. That's great. Um, and then also uh, the last coffee with a cop is December 23rd, which is uh, the Friday yeah. before Christmas. Starbucks, Mundelein Crossing, yeah. 10? It starts at 8. 8 a.m.? They always start at 8, yeah. Got it. So this is like a great time. I went to the last one. Um, you know, I'm the head of public safety. I should probably be at all of them, right? Uh, but this is a great time for people to come on and just, like, ask general questions. There was a guy that had a deep, in-depth conversation last week about um, a dog barking in his neighborhood and, like, what he could do about it. It's, like, a great time. It's, like, you know, super informal. It's just, like, a good time to ask questions. Just coffee with a cop. Exactly. Um, blood drive. Blood drive was the other one. That's also on December 10th. Busy day. Busy day. Um, and that was from fire. That's it. That was from them. And then we were out of there. Yeah. Yeah, there was nothing under omnibus, uh, nothing nothing from the village administrator or the attorney. The clerk did mention that candidate packets, they're available on the village website uh, and that those are to be returned um, December 12th through December 19th during business uh, hours, during normal business hours at Village Hall and no executive session. We were done. It was a late night. 10.08. It was a late night. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, what's going on this weekend? The tree lighting is Friday. Friday. Yeah. And then Mundelein, 4.30 to 6.30? Yep. And then Mundelein Winterfest, which is brand new this year. Yep. Um, that came out of a volunteer, the idea, and she took it to MCC, and they just, like, ran with it. So this is cool. This is super, That's super awesome. cool. From uh, 11 to 5 um, in Crackler Park? No, in Village Circle. Village Circle. In Village Circle. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll be at, we'll see you guys at both of those events. And I think that's it. What else? Anything else? That's all I got for this weekend. I know I'm, I know I'm making it to the tree lighting. That's like on my calendar. Cause it's fun. Oh my gosh. I love it. So fun. It's like the only time my kids get to see fireworks cause we don't stay up late enough. No, there you go. Yeah. All right. That's it. We'll see you on Friday then. We'll see you soon. And then we'll see you all in the next episode. If you don't see us out uh, sooner and, yeah. uh, questions, email us, please. We're here to help. Yeah. Hello at mundelineminute.com. And uh, we'll see you around. Have a good day. Take care.